This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The Glossing Detangler and Perfect Conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Alana and you're listening to Seeing Other People Unfiltered. It's Thursday, so that means real-life daters are coming on to share their real, sometimes shocking, and always unfiltered experiences. Think you're alone out there? Think you're the only one whose ex hooked up with your mom or whose last date ended up being a catfish? Think again. Hi everyone, my name is Rachel. You probably know me as at Just Because It's Pretty. And I just got engaged, so we're going to talk about everything leading up to that and kind of what's going on now. I'm so excited to have you. I feel like I've recently done a few episodes with people who have been engaged, but not just to talk about like being engaged because obviously a lot of people listening are single, but to talk about like our whole dating history leading up to this point and what worked, what didn't work what we wish we did differently to maybe alleviate some of the stress and anxiety in our dating lives and how we actually knew when we met this person, like when you met your now fiance, like how you knew that they were the one. So I'm really excited to have you and also excited to commiserate about some of the wedding planning related things that we're both going through. (laughs) So, okay. First, I want to hear, how did you meet your fiance? Actually, he was my first hinge date ever. And it was wow. his hinge date too. So hinge success story, guys. Wow. Okay. 
So let's, okay, knowing that, let's let's unfold there. Yeah, let's dive in. (laughs) I'm in shock. First of all, for for anyone who's listening, I I don't know any of everything that you're about to hear. I'm also about to hear for the first time. Um, So, wow, you are the lucky one. Well, lucky ones. And people are probably like, wow, fuck her. Um, But but I love that for you. And, And every so often we do hear a story like that. And it's just like immense jealousy, but it's also beautiful. So- how did this happen? Like what was going on when you decided to download the app? What were your dating experiences like prior? Perfect. So right before I downloaded the app, I was, I don't know if I would call it a relationship. We weren't officially dating, but it was like an eight or nine month situation ship weird thing. So that officially ended and it was right before summer. It was the summer before I went back for my senior year at the University of Michigan. And I was living in Philly for the summer. And the boy who I was actually with at the time, we were living like across the street from each other. And like the day that I moved in, we ended it. So that was no fun. I was totally upset, but I wasn't. I know. I know. We what? I know. (laughs) I know. Okay. How did you cope with that? Because I actually just had a listener write in asking a question about like how to deal with that, where they were broken up with and their ex now lives across the street. And every time they leave, they see their car. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I was scared to walk outside. I'm like, Oh my God, am I going to see him? Like on my way yeah. to my internship at the time, I was like, this is bizarre. Like out of all places, it had to be across the street. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I knew it was kind of time for that thing to end. It was not really progressing, but it was also like, it's, I have trouble ending anything. It's so comfortable. It's so easy. And so it was just kind of like the same thing that was going on. So that made it a bit easier knowing that it like wasn't a good forever thing, but it was definitely still uncomfortable and not easy to deal with. Yeah. I think that's something important to point out because even though sometimes we know it's not it, we it's still, so it still hurts. Oh, of course. Cause it still so hurts to the person every day, whoever they are. Exactly. It's, it's like so you, you have like something happens to you, like something funny happens, something annoying happens. You feel that void of like, Oh, well you used to text this person or like they would be the person you would talk to about it and be excited to tell or be like annoyed and popping up on your phone. Like it's just a very different world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is so weird that like we still struggle to cope with that, even though we know it's it's not it, but it's so normal to feel that way. Oh, beyond. Absolutely. And everyone feels that way. Yeah. I can assume. At least all yeah. my friends have as well. Yeah. It's the most yeah. normal feeling in the world. Yeah. So that's what happened there. And my college friend met also her now fiance on Hinch. And she made me download the app. And I was like, eh, I don't really want to. She's like, you're in Philly for the summer. Go on dates, whatever. And I downloaded it. And I matched with a few people. I texted with a few people. I don't even know at the, like who they are now. They were random. And there was one person who I was like, oh, he's cute. And he like grew up near me, but I never knew him. And I obviously looked him up. And I saw that we had a mutual friend. And I texted that friend and she was like, oh my goodness, you have to go on a date with him. 
And oh I was my God. like, maybe, maybe. And she was like, no, 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 you have to. Like, we grew up, we were like lived in the same town. Like, I used to like him. Like, you have to go on a date with him. So I was like, okay. So we started talking and we went on a first date. And I had no interest in going on this first date, not because of him. I just like, you know, you just don't want to go on a date some nights. I remember being, my friends laugh about now, I was on FaceTime with two of my friends who were living together. And I was like, guys, I don't want to go. Like I was talking to them as I was going into the elevator, like down to see him in my lobby. Oh my God. Did they tell you like, just go, like, were they encouraging or were they like, nah, just like cancel if you're not in the mood? No, they were telling me to go, but it was like, It was like 10 minutes before, like you, I could not have canceled. You couldn't cancel. You were just like, no not in the mood. Yeah. It was very supportive, but there was no option to cancel. When you saw him downstairs or when, when you first saw him in person, yeah. did your mood instantly change or were you still like, uh, I'm not in the mood? I was still not in the mood. And the first thing he did, I always make fun of him. He kissed me. Hello. I was like, that was bold. I know. Oh my God. Like on the cheek or on the lips? Like just a little kiss, like a... <laughs> I know. I was like, what? Wait, my jaw's on the floor. Well, I know. I'm like, and I and I love you, but that's bizarre. Yeah. You're like, wait, is this what all first hinge dates are like? Never. Never. I don't know. It was crazy. Oh I was like, God. okay, well, I guess here we go. Oh my God. Okay. So how was the date? What'd you guys do? What'd you talk about? How'd you feel after? Good. We went to a little wine bar down the street. And the best part is I was so embarrassed. I wasn't 21 yet. I was 20. And my birthday was like in a few months and he was older. So I was like using a fake ID and I was like, oh my God, I hope I get served. (laughs) It was fine. No worries. We just like talked about, I can't even remember. I remember we talked about watches for a bit, which is bizarre, but he loves watches. So it made sense now that I know him. Um, and we just kind of talked about anything and nothing. I don't really remember the specifics, but we hung out for a while. I do remember that. Yeah. One of those where like you look at your phone and suddenly it's been like three hours and you're like, wait a second, how? Yes. Um, and yeah, that was the first date now that I think about it. Do you remember how the date ended? Oh, yes. Sorry, I probably shouldn't be saying this on like a public podcast, but I'm going to. So he kind of invited himself over and I was like not in the mood. I was like, okay, like I'll see you again a different time type of thing. He was like too late to take a train back. I don't know why he didn't Uber, but he was like kind of invited himself to sleep over. And I was like, no. And like, not anything, like he literally just fell asleep, but I called my, I was texting my mom and I was like, help me. Like, I don't want him to sleep here. Like, call me. She called me. She was like, your brother's coming over. He was just passed out. He did nothing. He was like, okay, like nothing. Oh my God. (laughs) He called me and was like trying to help me, like my wing woman. And he just went to bed. He was tired. That is so funny. I know. And now that I know him, he like falls asleep anywhere at any time. So it makes so much sense. But in the moment, I was like, why are you here still? That is hilarious. He just like felt so comfortable to like do that. I know. I was like, now that I think about it, it makes so much sense. But for our first date, it was like not the right thing probably. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So how did you feel after that? Were you really excited to see him again like did you feel like there was really something there were you just like yeah like I'll see him again yeah that was more it I wasn't like every other time in my life I would say I was a little bit more like 
on top of it, like, oh my God, is he going to text me back? Like this and that. This was the one time in my life I was not like that, which is really interesting. I was like, okay, like I'll see you again sometime soon. And like, he was such a gentleman and like was so sweet and like called me the next day. And I was like in no rush to go on a next date though. I was just like, I was just kind of living and I was happy and it was good and I had fun, but I wasn't like, I need to do this immediately again. Like tomorrow, if he doesn't text me, I'm going to cry. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned in therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated, and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years, and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from, and if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right. All right. I know that everyone has their hands up and I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown Sunset Lake CBD. 
I love hearing that because I think more often than not, we feel like we're supposed to feel over the moon. Like, oh my God, I need to see them again. There were fireworks. It was amazing. But nine out of 10 times when you feel that way, it's just anxiety and you like, it is not compatible. And it's, it's more so you're like, you want the validation of knowing they want to see you again. You don't feel comfortable in the situation. Exactly. That goes to show how comfortable you felt where you're like, yeah, like he was great. I'm sure I'll see him. Like I'm in no rush. I'm not going to die. Like it is what it is. The one time in my life I was like that, which it makes no, I mean, it makes all the sense, but it also makes no sense at the same time. Yeah. No, I I felt that way too with my now fiance, Jake. So I love that. Yeah, it it really just shows like a level of comfort and ease where you don't feel threatened by like, oh, if they haven't texted me back in an hour, it's over. Why are they ignoring me? Yeah. What are they doing? Yeah. Okay. So when did you eventually end up going on that next date? I didn't even know if I wanted to go on the next date, which is the funniest thing. And the same friend was like, no, you have to. I was like, okay. So we went on the next date and then I was like, oh, I really like you. (laughs) So I'm happy I went on that second date. Um, We just got sushi and he taught me how to use chopsticks, which now I know how to use. Took me a long time. But yeah, no, after that date, I was like, oh, I like you. What do you think it was about that date that made you feel that way? Probably it was more comfortable. It was more familiar. It was more like, just like, I don't want to say just hanging out, but it was not like I was with a stranger at that point. Like, I feel like I got to know him really fast, which is interesting. Uh, But yeah, that's what I would say about that. Like, I felt like I already kind of knew him at that point. Yeah. Okay. At what point did things transition into like, did you have an exclusive conversation or boyfriend, girlfriend? Because that is the number one thing I get asked. Like, how do I bring this up? What if a certain, yeah, like it's, it's uncomfortable. There's no certain timeline. Everyone has a different definition of it in their minds. So I love hearing actual stories of like how and, and when things happened. Good question. So that whole summer we were just like going on dates. We were talking like it was just happy and good and you know nothing so serious um but he is or we both are we like we're communicating a lot about like our exes and what worked and what didn't that was like our third date and now we talk about it and we laugh like we just talked about our exes for an entire third date and it was so funny but it was helpful like what worked and what didn't work and where things went wrong and I know. I we, literally we, love that. We giggle about it. I'm like, that was really bold of you. I'm the biggest proponent for talking about your exes and your dating life because yeah, exactly. <laughs> you learn so much. Like if he were to have sat there and said like, yeah, like it didn't work out with me and my ex because of like X, Y, Z thing that was also a thing yeah. about you, then, then you would have known, no. oh, like this isn't a fit. Or like if you had said, yeah, it didn't work out with me and my ex because he blah, blah, blah. And like the way, based on the way he reacted, like that tells so much. Absolutely. And it all made sense what we were saying, but so we had that conversation early on. So like, we just kind of knew what was up and it was very honest, very open. And he still, his ex wasn't in the picture at the time, but like, she would still kind of like 
pop up a little during that summer and I like knew everything, which was interesting, but also good because I knew it and it wasn't a secret. Um, yeah. And he was like, I like kind of, what do I do <laughs> type of thing? Um, yeah. I but, respect that a lot that he like went to you about it instead yeah, of like hiding it. And then like it. you seeing her name pop up on his phone and being like, like what? what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so we're very honest. And then what happened next? Oh, this is the big kicker. So I was going back to my senior year of college at the University of Michigan in September, whenever it was. And he was going to Miami to start medical school in September. So that was a huge thing. Um, so it ended, the summer was coming to an end and he was about to go to Miami. And I don't know why I invited him to my beach house which I'm happy again that I did. And it was like just my parents, me and him and my aunt at the time. And it's funny, I like talked about it with his mom recently. And I was like, what did he think when he was just going to a random girl's house? And he's not the one to like give a whole bunch of information. She was like, I knew he liked her, whoever it was. Like it was so like, it was like a crazy thing. He just like came and hung out with my family for the weekend and then went off to medical school and he wow. was like, I don't know what this is going to be like. I can't be in a relationship going into medical school. I was like, yeah, I get it. So that was, I don't remember how I felt at the time, but I can imagine I wasn't like, oh my God, yay. Um, but we, he went to medical school. I went to college and we still talked all the time. I was like FaceTiming with him and his parents when they visited. Like it was very, we were like dating, but we weren't, but we were not exclusive. Okay. So it was like you were each other's people, but you also didn't know what the future held. So you were like also had other people, but you yeah. were each other's people. Exactly. Yes. But there were other people, but it wasn't like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then it, all my friends were going to Wisconsin for the weekend. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to come visit you in Florida. <laughs> I was like, I want to come this weekend. I'm just going to come to Miami. He was like, oh, well, my my ex-girlfriend wanted to come that weekend. No. I was like, no, I'm going to come instead. He's like, yeah, that's fine. But like, I think that's unfair to her. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Wait, what? Yeah, I know. It's really so funny in hindsight. Okay, wait, that takes the ex thing to a whole new level. Because it's not like she was just like trying to reach out. Like, like she was actively going to come see him and he was actively yeah. going to have her come. Oh, no, he said no to her. Okay. He, said no her. he said no like you can't come but he was like how much okay. was he talking to her though where no, she thought that no. she okay and it was like facebook messenger okay no <laughs> text game is so bizarre i don't even know but i was like involved in all of this and my friends were like what's happening they're like you're dating him but huh um, did, did you feel like threatened by her or were you just like, no, this is silly. Like that's no. so bizarre. I'm coming. She's not. Yeah. No, that was it. I was like, Haha. good for you. Cause a lot of people would let that really like keep them up at night. Yeah. No, I was like, yeah, no, I'm just going to come. So I went. Love. <laughs> um, and it was really great. And he was like, he said, I love you. Um, and I came back and we still weren't dating and all my friends were like, oh my God, you have a boyfriend. I was like, but I don't. Did you say it back? Yes, I did. I did. Okay. We were a little drunk, but I said it back. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. And that was kind of it. it. Another month went by. He was in Miami. I was in Michigan. And we actually grew up 
really close to each other. So like every break, we were both home at the same time, which was really great. So we got home and it was like a minute before I was going out to dinner with his parents to meet them, like the Wednesday or Thursday, Tuesday, whatever night before Thanksgiving. And I remember I ate dinner with my best home friend the night before. And I was like, I know he's going to ask me out tomorrow. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, no, I know. So the next day I go over and it is like maybe one minute before his family comes home and I have to meet them. He asked me out. I'm like, wait. And his parents literally are like walking in the house at the same time. And I'm like, I'm overstimulated right by, by ask me out, you mean like ask you to be his girlfriend? Yes. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Good clarification. Wow. Were you like- that was like le- official, official. Yeah. Leading up to that, were you like, like I know in hindsight, it, it's, it's, we're so far removed from it now, um, but you sound, you sound so like calm and confident throughout the whole thing. Like was any part of you like, nervous that he wasn't going to or like really really wanting it to happen this way honestly no which makes no sense because I promise in every other situation I've been in I was not (laughs) this chill like never (laughs) in my life um but no like it just felt like he was my boyfriend and he probably felt the same and we just physically weren't together so he was just waiting I was like I said I knew it's gonna happen but like we weren't together so it was difficult but where were you planning to go when college ended because obviously he was going to be in Miami for a few more years at least yeah I always planned to go to New York which is what I did Um, wow okay Mm -hmm. and it worked and here we are but yeah no I was never moving to Miami I was like I can't move there for a boy and if I'm moving there I'm gonna be living with him but like that were very like that was very soon in the relationship and I want to be with my friends like I'm not changing my path type of thing because he's only going to be there for a certain fixed amount of time did you discuss going into this long distance relationship that you were now entering did you discuss any not I don't want to say rules but like kind of needs of like okay like we need I need to see you like this often or like we need to talk okay shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples when I first started seeing other people some of my closest friends and family could not believe it not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling and during allergy season forget about it my seasonal allergies are debilitating and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, 
and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life? Maybe you're in the thick of modern dating or you're wondering if the person you're with is your person. Whatever your situation, I have the perfect podcast for you. It's called Dateable, your insider's look into modern dating, hosted by Julie Krafchick and Yue Shu. They talk about it all, from why you're choosing the wrong partner and how to stop, to how to actually go from matching on the app to getting on a date, to securing your anxious attachment and everything in between. Julie and Yue have been on Seeing Other People, and I've been a guest on their podcast too, so if you're looking for a great starting point, check out my episode of Dateable, season 15, episode 10, Is It Chemistry or Anxiety? Guys, this podcast is incredibly relatable, insightful, and oftentimes hilarious. Wherever you start, Dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you. You can subscribe and listen to episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts every Wednesday and Sunday. So check out Dateable and thank me later. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You know, I remember vividly saying that, like, we, ha- I, we have to know the next time we're seeing each other. And we were really fortunate that my, my schedule was, like, so silly senior year. So I would just, like, fly to Miami and, like, all my friends would come, too. Like, we spent spring break there. So we saw each other a lot then. And also we lived 10 minutes or 15 minutes from each other at home. So that was really easy, too. Uh, and then it was COVID. So like we were together for a whole year, which was really great. And then it was still kind of COVID into when I moved into New York. So like we really got lucky with the long distance thing. It sucked, but like I, it's not fun, but we got really lucky and it worked out in terms of seeing each other. And like I was working from home for, because of the pandemic. So I would go and spend a month there. So that we made it work and it literally just came to an end a month ago and we're like thank god we're like we can't do this anymore this sucks but and I've had other another long distance relationship and poorly yeah so I've been there too but if you it's hard to work yes yeah it's hard not to mention a long distance relationship with a med student oh my god yeah except it's so funny. He was always so calm. Everyone's always so stressed. He was so calm about it all. So, <laughs> yeah, so it worked. But no, he was definitely busy and had bizarre hours. And yeah, not easy. Yeah. It's just a matter of like accepting that. I mean, like, okay, I know 
I know when I'm not hearing back from him from like 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. It's not because he doesn't want to talk to me. It's because he is literally learning every millimeter of exactly. the human body so that he can save people's lives. Like exactly. he's busy. Rightfully yeah. so. Yes. Okay. You're engaged. I'm engaged. Tell us that story. So Alex, if he could have, my fiance, he would have proposed like years ago. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I knew it was coming kind of soonish. I kind of thought it was going to be around my birthday, which is in September, because him and my mom called me one day and they were being so weird. And I was like, I'm not an idiot, you two. But it turns out they were trying to plan an engagement party. Um, But that didn't end up happening. So I was kind of convinced about that. But We planned a trip to go to Italy for his medical school graduation. He had like a few weeks off before residency started. I'm like, we're going away. And I, being the detail-oriented type A person I am, I planned every second of this trip down to when we're like, where we're eating, what we're doing, when we're taking a trip. I planned literally every second of this trip. Please plan my honeymoon. Yeah, exactly. I would love literally. I'm like the most type A planner in the entire world. Um, So I planned this lovely trip. We went back to Florence, which is my favorite place in the world. Um, I studied abroad there. And then we went to like the Amalfi Coast and Capri a little. And so we were going on this trip. My friends were like, you're getting engaged. You're getting engaged. And I'm like, I really don't think so. Um, I'm like, it would be smart for him if he did like a beautiful place. I'm like, it would really be smart if he did, but like, I really don't think so. Um, and it was for his graduation and I had a friend even like, I didn't ask her to do this. She took it upon herself to do this was like texting him saying like, when, when are you doing it? Like, I'll help. Oh my God. If you're doing it there, I'll send decorations. It's just the sweetest thing ever. And he wrote back this whole message twice. She reached out. He said the same thing twice. And it was like, no, like, I love Rachel. It's going to happen. And when it does, you'll be a part of it. But like, this is a graduation trip, blah, blah, blah. And she sent that to me. So I was like, "Uh, not happening. Wait, I'm sad that she like included like- (laughs) <laughs> reported back to you <laughs> I know she's like I'm not gonna tell you and then she sent it to me because it was like no I was like well okay <laughs> okay yeah um and everyone's like you were wearing white I was like I wear white all the time everyone like calm down my color palette in the summer is pink white and blue like that's the only thing I wore on my trip so it's okay um <laughs> so we we're going on our trip And it was supposed to like torrential storm. There were like crazy storms in Italy at the time. And I was having like a panic attack, repacking, buying spring jackets and shoe covers. He was like, nah, like, it's okay. Like, it'll be fine. And I'm like, if this man is planning to propose and there are torrential storms and he's not like anxious or stressed about the weather, like it's not happening. And like, or he's a psychopath, which turned out (laughs) that was the case. He was so calm. And like, even at the airport, I was like, just to triple check, I said to him, I lied fully. I don't know why he maybe believed it or maybe he didn't. I was like, oh, at the gate, like, they're going to have to check your backpack because like, it's an international flight. And he was like, okay. Okay. He wasn't like, that's not true. (laughs) Oh my God. Just like the whole thing. Do you think Um, he knew you were suspicious? I think a little, especially because the night before it happened, 
which was, so the first night of our trip, he was like, what are you wearing tomorrow? And I was like, you never care what I wear ever. And I said that to him. I was like, I really, I don't understand. He's like, I want to help you take Instagram content, which he hates taking photos. Nothing makes him more upset than taking photos. So I was like, what the hell is going on? Like it's opposite day. It's so funny. There was one night when I thought I was maybe getting engaged. It was, we were doing like an early anniversary and Valentine's day dinner. And I asked Jake, I gave him six outfit options. It was like, I could not decide for the life of me what to wear six options. And he told me to wear the white sweater. Imagine my surprise when I did not get proposed to that night. Was he messing with you? Did you ever ask him about it? Once we got engaged, I brought that up and he was like, that thought never once crossed my mind. I just guess I liked that sweater the best. Boys are so funny. It's funny because it's the only thing on our mind. And and they hold all the power in the situation. And they're just like, oh. About it. Yeah. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Oh, God. Where was I even? I don't even know. (laughs) the taking pictures he asked you what you were gonna wear which he does not like doing and the best was as type a as i am i posted this on tiktok and instagram like a reel of it but i like you know when everyone's like taking the photos of their outfits and making them mini and putting them into like i obviously did that for all of my outfits so he said what are you wearing and i said i showed him a picture of the white dress which is actually what I was planning to wear that night and my mom told me after the fact, which I just found out actually the other morning, she was like, was I suspicious when she helped me plan all of my outfits because I came to the beach to do it because all my clothes are here. And she was like, I told you to wear that one that night. Like we picked what day, what night I was wearing everything. So I didn't have to think about it. And also because I'm very type A. She was like, was I suspicious? I was like, I did not even know that until now. It was like a month after I got engaged. So that's what I had planned to wear that night. And I showed him. He was like, I don't like that. Don't wear that. (laughs) And I was like, what? That is so funny. He was like, don't wear that. I don't like that. (laughs) And so I was like, well, I can't wear anything else because I don't have the mental capacity to switch it. So I'm just wearing that. So I ended up wearing the white dress and it was perfect because I proposed, but I was like, what were you thinking? He was like, I just don't like it. Oh my God. Like he genuinely just didn't like it. That is so funny. Frilly and doily. I was like, yes, it is. It absolutely. Bridal. Sounds like the perfect thing to get engaged in. There's a reason I don't ask you for fashion advice. (laughs) Yeah. Like this has confirmed it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I love how that happened. Were you like, was any part of you surprised in the moment or were you just like, yeah, saw that coming? Like on our walk there, like we both like kind of knew and it was like a long walk up. I wouldn't say I was confident until we were walking and like, yeah. I was like, oh God. And I kept yeah. trying to derail the plans and he was like, no. That's so funny. <laughs> I was like, let's stay here. Um, but no, then he like asked people to move. I was like, oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. So like a, a little that. bit before I knew, but it was still yeah. just, even though I knew in like that split second before, it was still just as big of like a surprise. The most still, like, shocking moment life. of my life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like exactly. I've never felt emotions like that before. I did. I did. I started, I started crying like hysterically oh. crying and I've never done that before ever that's so, I didn't and, cry and I knew I and I, I knew the moment it was gonna happen and you and you still did 
But see, that's why people are like, don't want to ruin it. It has to be a total surprise. I mean, it was theoretically a total surprise. But like (laughs) in the moments leading up to it, it's really difficult. People are scared. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What has being engaged been like in terms of like, I don't know, like Instagram versus reality. Like we all see so much content of people being just like the most happy and in love and everything's amazing and we're planning a wedding and it's all perfect. What has your experience been? Good question. So I, let's start from the very beginning. I think that calling all of your friends and telling them and your family, whatever, it is the most overwhelming moment. So we, and I knew I was going to be on my phone for hours because I, I, it's so nice. I have, I love so many people. So many people are so happy for us and it's so happy, but like, think about your birthday and when you can't write back to all those texts times a million plus FaceTimes, it is so, and everyone wants to hear the story. So you're saying it a million times, which is so nice and so thoughtful, but it is so overwhelming. So, you know, when you see those FaceTimes with everyone like with the ring. It is so overwhelming. Um, But we actually went 24 hours without telling anyone besides our family. Obviously, our our family knew. And it was the best. It was like the best 24 hours because we were just like happy, like, oh my God, we're engaged. And no one knew. And the best for my friends were texting me like, how are you? Like, how's your trip? And I just couldn't respond because we're like, oh, it's good. (laughs) Right. Like you can't answer and have that fake conversation. Like not answer my friends because I didn't I didn't know what to say. So that's overwhelming. Huge Instagram versus reality moment. I highly suggest taking 24 hours or whatever you want. And we were away also. So like we want to enjoy our trip. Um, so that was overwhelming. Totally take notes on that, everyone. I couldn't agree Hard more. I, for that. Yeah. Did you tell definitely. everyone like the second after? We had a little, like it, we got engaged in the spot where we had our first date at quality eats on the upper east side and we had this little like outdoor booth that was like decorated for us and like we got engaged we had our little like photo shoot with the photographer our dog came and then we like my brother sent champagne and like we ordered like an appetizer but then like we knew our parents were waiting for us to call them so like we facetimed them and then he hadn't told a single one of his friends that he was doing it none of his friends knew And so there were some of my friends who I also like, I didn't tell most of my friends that I was suspecting it. So I I, like, I I was so excited to tell them. So like, I didn't tell everyone. I told maybe like my five closest friends and like whatever, and just their families. But even, even with that, everyone, we spent two hours just sitting in that booth on FaceTime. And exactly. Yeah. And then we, we went back to the apartment and part of it was that we, our families were both down in Florida. So we were going to Florida the next morning to see them and celebrate with them. So like, but he couldn't, I, I was already going to Florida. Like I had my flight booked. The plan was I was going to Florida. He was not coming with me, but he obviously was. So like, we had to go back to the apartment and like pack. And then we had to like, so like, it was, engage. Yeah, it was so stressful because like there were so many emotions and so much excitement, but like so much pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And then I felt bad about like, oh, well, like uh, these other friends are going to, who I tell tomorrow are going to be upset that I didn't tell them tonight. And then, yeah. I even told my friends not to post until I do. And same. Some people didn't go. And so then other 
And so oh. then other people like heard before they were like, that's on my list to call. Yeah. Before, which it's fine. You can't do everything for everyone. But I was like, ah. but you, that's a, that's a moment you want. And and it also makes it more stressful. Exactly. Yeah. I was like trying to rush through all the calls to get to everyone. I shocked everybody by not posting for like three days. Really like people were, t- everyone was texting me being like, how have you not posted yet? Like, are you okay? And I'm like, well, I'm already. You, what? I don't know if I did either. Like maybe two days after. I was so overwhelmed that I could not fathom the idea of posting. Of the post. No, I agree. Like, like, hold that atten- like hold out that like notification yeah. for longer. And I almost wish I like waited even longer. But part of it was I, we got engaged on a Monday night. We went to Florida on Tuesday. I was going to my best friend's bachelorette party on Thursday. You had to do it before then. Oh my God. That's so overwhelming. <laughs> It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a big week. Um, But yeah, it's, it's very, very overwhelming. Yes. So everyone, it looks, I mean, it's a logical moment, but it's so overwhelming right after. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Totally overwhelming. Um, Everyone's going to hate me for this. I haven't started planning a wedding. (laughs) I love that for you. Okay. Wait, how long have you been engaged for now? We got engaged. Age. I should know the exact date, but I don't. It was like mid-May, end of May. And okay, now so like, like a month and a half. Yeah. All my friends are like, when's the wedding? Like, did you pick a date? Did you book a venue? Where are you getting met? Well, is your dress? I'm like, I have no idea. Let me plan an engagement party first. I love that for you so much. And I envy that. I'm so jealous. We went right into it. Yeah, it's hard. And I really regret that. Ugh. Well, you can take your time now. Not, I mean, I yes mean, and not, no. Because now you're on a timeline. Exactly. And and I felt so much pressure of like, we all like, oh, well, there were it was like a wedding overload because of COVID. So like, yes. it's now impossible to get That's venues and vendors. And so I felt like, oh my God, every day that I'm not looking at venues, I'm losing the opportunity to have a wedding at the place that I want. So that's how I feel as well. I do feel that still, but I'm like, it's all going to be okay. <laughs> it is. I, yeah. I need, I need more of your chill, <laughs> chillness. I don't think I'm chill, but maybe it's I am so after funny. listening to myself talk today, but I don't yeah, think you I'm- are so chill. <laughs> but in our defense, we also have so much going on right now that my head's exploding. Like we're moving to a new apartment and like we ha- we're getting new everything. We don't even have a bed at the moment. And he just started residency. Residency. Like yeah. just too many things are happening. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I totally get that. For a wedding soon. Yeah. Eventually. I want to switch gears and ask, obviously you were like in a relationship for a long time where I imagine a lot of your friends were not. Yes. What was that dynamic like for you? And did you ever have any situations where you could feel like a friend felt like they were getting left behind or like just seeing a friend struggle in their dating life and like what you would have like wished for them or how you supported them through that? Good question. I mean, it's still happening because all I feel like mid 20s, everyone is in such different stages of life. I have friends who are also getting engaged to like very much can relate to, obviously. I also have friends who just went through like awful breakups, which is so heartbreaking. And people who have been dating for a while and like 
things like that. So that's a good question. But I think everyone's kind of experienced or they will experience all of those different times in life. Like there's also been a time where I just went through a breakup and my friends were like in these great thriving relationships and that was hard for me. And it's like the opposite now and things along those lines. Um, So I think it's just kind of reminding that everyone's on their own timeline. There is no timeline and there's not an age. There's not an anything like I'm young to be engaged. I'm definitely, yeah, you're a child bride. Yes, I'm literally, I'm so young, which is also why I'm in no rush. I'm like, I'm right. engagement, no problem. Um, but yeah, so it's definitely interesting. Like, this sounds awful, but like our goals are different when we go out. Like, yeah, to meet people and I'm going out to have fun and be with my friends. So it's like that dynamic and just balancing that, but being there for them whenever possible and the opposite and I mean, I think everyone is like, obviously, in a place now, it's like different now than if you were in college in a serious relationship, I feel like. Yeah. And I'm sure if if your friends were ever like, Rachel, I really need like a wing woman tonight. Like I just like need, like you'd be so down. It's it's just a matter of like communicating that. Literally did that this weekend. Like it's so much fun. Um, So yeah, exactly. I think everyone's just very open and communicative and it's, and it's okay. And it's I love that. And everyone's also super supportive of me. So it's all, it's all good. I love that. I have one last question for you, but before I get to that, is there anything I didn't ask you about that you wanted to share? That's a good question. Um, also when you get engaged doing a registry, people are going to ask you for it immediately. It's wild. And then you have to decide what plates you want to commit to for the rest of your life. And <laughs> it's very not fun. And my I can't speak. My fiance and I do not agree on the plates that we would like. It's so funny. Like, not that we don't fight, but we don't really like, you just, it's not a, things aren't an issue. The one thing we cannot agree on are our plates. Which is that so is funny. And it's so like funny. And it's okay that that's an ongoing argument because it's not a real issue in life. But we have totally different opinions on plates and we're just not agreeing. So, <laughs> you know what? I'd say that I'm in the same situation, but I can't get Jake to go look at the plates. That's so funny. Oh, I forced And, and, one, and one same thing. Week. Like, yeah. He's like, I, I forced have a fun him. activity. He's like, this isn't fun. Well, no. So I did say I I finally got him to Bloomingdale's and then we were just like looking and he's like, whatever you want. I'm like, well, I don't know what I want. And he's like, that one's fine. That one's fine. That one's fine. I'm like, no, like we actually have to like, 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 unfortunately this matters, (laughs) but yeah, it's the same thing. We're like, we don't fight either. And this has been like, I feel like it's all falling on me and I can't, I don't feel I don't feel like I can make these decisions. It's so much pressure. So much. I mean, the only good thing is if you buy the plates and you hate them before you can return them. them. Yes. Because someone got that for me, but. Right. So it's, I know it's like wild. The registry thing is, and I'm like serving platters. I'm like, I barely cook dinner. I order in ramen every night. Right. Well, it's also like, I don't have it. I don't have anywhere to store any of this. I'm leaving it all in my parents' basement. Yeah. Which is why I'm like, I'll take the blender to yeah. New York. No one has room in New York. And if you no. do, I'm jealous. The the number one thing I, I have benefited from, from my registry was 
the yeah. Nespresso machine. Oh, really? I, I was going to make room for that Nespresso no machine. I, and I'm happy and I'm happy about it. But I, even, I even the blender, the, the food processor, the, oh, but, oh, no. the air fryer. No, like, I'm really going up in the world. But but I won't open these things for four years at You're least. You to them and then you don't use them. And then it's like, oh, yeah. And then yeah. by the time I do want them, there's going to be new versions of them. Like, no. that's it. The one thing that Jake was like, let's get this. It's like the big KitchenAid mixer. That yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm like, listen, but that one I have no. Work. I don't know. I have no problem with getting it, but we 1000% will not be opening that until we have a house and we don't know when that will be. And by that time, there will be a new version. Yeah. And I also think it's like generations ago when they got married, they got a house right away and we're all in their New York City apartments with no room, like living. We're on our one bedroom apartment where every inch inch of space is taken up. Yeah. Absolutely. There's like seven random dressers floating around my apartment where dressers don't. I have a dresser in my kitchen. I love that for you. <laughs> because I had nowhere to put like forks and knives and snacks. <laughs> yeah, I'm having trouble with the snack issue too. Yeah. Yeah, no, so, absolutely. I will say what I've started doing as a wedding guest, I've started asking my friends if like they now. want something off the registry or if they would prefer a check. Oh, genius. Genius. And they're all saying check. Exactly. So just ask, just ask. I they might not. Yeah. Yeah. I, love I would that. so much rather like get it, have a check or like, I have like a honeymoon fund, like honey fund, like yeah. donate to that. Not donate. <laughs> you're not <laughs> donating to me, but like, <laughs> but if, if you're going to get, get me a gift, gift me that. So yeah, I can like plan the, the honeymoon. honeymoon yeah. experience. Exactly. That Rachel's going to plan. I would love to. Where are you going? Do you know yet? No, that's part of the problem. We're really torn between our initial thought with South Africa. Lovely. And to do a little like part safari, part wine land, mm-hmm. part beach. But if we did South Africa, we'd have to wait six months, which yeah. is fine. At first, we kind of wanted that. But now all of my friends who just got married went on their honeymoons to, like Here Italy, go. like right after. And I'm like, that looks so nice. And we're getting married in June. So it'd be perfect I'll to do that. Italy. I have but we're idea. going to Italy this fall. No. So oh, like, I have a recommendations for you. <laughs> so I just don't know. Oh, so, so then you can, Italy then. But you can go somewhere else in Europe. Or somewhere else in Italy. Exactly. Oh God. <laughs> it's so hard. I don't we'll know. Discuss. We'll discuss. <laughs> We'll discuss so much to discuss. Okay. This has been amazing. Before I let you go, what is the best piece of dating or relationship advice you've ever received? People are going to hate this one, but I'm going to give it what is meant to be is meant to be and will be. It's really so true that there's a reason that he breaks up with you or you break up with him or this happens or this happens just because it leads you to where you're supposed to be. And it never feels like that in the moment, for sure. And it's not fun to get there, but it's true. Yeah. It's really true. true. I couldn't agree more. And yeah, it never feels like it. But in hindsight, once you've had time to process and heal or time to move forward and meet someone new, like you will always be able to look back and be like, oh, yeah, that's why that didn't work. Absolutely. And then you're like, thank goodness. Oh my God. Where would I be now if that did work? Yeah. Somewhere not not great. Yeah. Dark, scary place. It is definitely not where you are now. Correct. Rachel, thank you so, so much. Where can everybody find you? 
Thank you so much. And I am on Instagram and TikTok at just because it's pretty. Lots of pretty and pink things on there. Love it. Yes. We'll check out your pink, white, and blue wardrobe yes, for the summer. Summer wardrobe. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so, so much. And to everyone who tuned in, thank you guys for listening. Send this episode to a friend who would love to hear it. Share it on your story if you loved it. Follow Rachel and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening, daters. I hope today's episode made you feel just a little bit less alone out there, no matter what your status might be. Give your finger a break from swiping and hit that follow and review button instead. And if you have any burning questions or want to share your own unfiltered dating stories, reach out to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, keep on seeing other people. Mads, I am obsessed with our brand pillars. You mean vagina sweat, good branding, and being Jewish bloated queens, Scout? Uh, sure, but not quite. I love that OKSIS podcast and our sisterhood is made up of women who are down for main character energy only, who take care of their mental health, and who are standing in their personal power as entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. That too, Scout. That too. We should probably introduce ourselves. Hello, everyone. I am Mads. And I am Scout. And we are sisters IRL. Join us on OKSIS Podcast every Monday for some sisterly banter, nourishing mental health, a whole lot of silliness, and inspiring interviews from the raddest female guests in the game. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood!